Welcome to the Vegas Voice Podcast Network. The Vegas Voice, the voice for your health, wealth, and good times, and Nevada's most powerful senior media resource. I'm John the Announcer, and happy to introduce the various Vegas Voice segments and interviews that you can also find in our magazine, on our websites, and YouTube channel. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy listening to The Vegas Voice. Hello, everyone. This is BJ Killeen from Vegas Voice. This is my second podcast. My column in the Vegas Voice is Down the Road, where I talk about all things automotive and driving. And it's fun to be back here. I love doing the podcast and looking forward to this one. And this one, we're going to be talking about car buying tips. If you have any questions that you want to ask me or have any subjects you'd like me to talk about on the podcast or in the magazine, you can email me at bjkdtr at gmail.com, and I'll be happy to answer those. So I want to talk about car buying tips because a lot of people are always ask me, this is probably the number one question I get, how do I buy a car? What tips do you have for buying a car? Now, specifically for seniors, as we get older, a lot of us are trying to decide, do we want to have one car or two car in, in our garage? Because we're not going to work separately, and we spend a lot of time together as a couple. And so is it really worth paying for that second car, for the, the monthly payments, and for the insurance, and all those things? So we want to address that, because I do have neighbors that are asking that question. And think about car purchasing. This is the second most expensive item that you will be buying in your lifetime next to a house. And it's really important with car buying tips that you do your homework because when you buy a house, you don't just walk in the first house you see and buy it. You don't buy a house online. You look at it. You go back. You do inspections. You should do the same thing when you're purchasing a vehicle too. So what are you considering when you're buying a vehicle? Well, number one, what should I buy? There are so many different cars and models and brands and types out there. It's a tough decision. The other question is, do I sell my car? Do I trade it in? Should I lease? Should I finance? Should I pay cash? How can I get a good deal? And that's, again, a good question for a lot of people because they say, can I still bargain for the price? And if you guys remember, uh, not that long ago, a couple years ago, with the dealer inventory, it was low because of the pandemic. There were very few cars on the lot. Dealers were charging whatever they wanted to charge and getting away with it. And part of the reason for that is because dealers actually set the price the MSRP stands for Manufacturer Suggested Retail Price. There are franchise laws that have been here in over, over 100 years in the United States where the manufacturers are not allowed to actually set the real price of the vehicle. It's actually the dealers that set the price. So if they want to mark that car up, they have every right to. But again, you have every right not to patronize their business if they're just asking ridiculous things. And it's easy to see what's offered and what's additional because you can look at the window sticker, and the window sticker has all the information on it. And the window sticker's real name is called a Monroney, named after Senator Monroney from New York, who realized that dealers were just charging whatever they want back in the 30s and 40s. So he made them come up with a sticker, the federal law, that had to say what the price of the vehicle was that they said and the manufacturer's suggested retail price. And dealers make good money on adding things that aren't necessary, like paint and underbody protection or other accessories, things like that. And they call it, we call it markups, they call it market rate adjustment or market adjustment numbers. And you can see that they have to add that on the side too. And all of those are negotiable. So when you talk about negotiating the price of the car, maybe the actual as-tested price, so that's the one with destination delivery, Destination delivery are not negotiable, but everything else pretty much is. So if you don't want those features, again, 
feel free to tell them, I don't want it. I'm not going to buy it with it. They may either choose to leave it on there and not charge you or take it off. It just depends on what the feature is. When you're buying a car, number one, though, you have to do your research. You have to do your homework. That's what I tell everybody. Take your car that you're driving now and make a list of features that you like and don't like about that current car. Then take a look at the car you're considering and see if those features are on there. If they're not, you may want to think about another car or you may want to think about compromising. How badly do you need that feature? How badly do you want that feature? Me, I can't do without satellite radio and Apple CarPlay. I absolutely love that technology. There's some other technologies I can't do without, but I know those have to be in my car because I drive a lot and I like the entertainment value. How comfortable are you with new technologies? What have you read about that, that you would like? Is it rear parking sensors, wireless phone charger? All those features you have to think about. Do I, do I need this? Do I want it? Am I willing to pay extra for it or is it included? How about self-driving cars? We know Tesla self-drives, but Ford has their Blue Cruise. GM has Super Cruise. Often those are great features, but again, you're going to pay extra for it or it'll be a monthly charge. You can check online the manufacturer's website. Make sure to do a build-in price. It'll break down the features and the cost of the car. And again, you're going to test drive the vehicle. Maybe you bought it online, you thought it was a great deal, but now you're too tall and you don't fit in it. So you're going to regret that also. So you have to test drive the vehicle. And also, think about your, your house, because a lot of vehicles may not fit in your garage. Some of them can be pretty long, like if you have a big pickup truck, but your garage is a little short. You don't want to get home and realize that the car won't fit in the garage. Don't make a deal the first day, no matter what the sales consultant says, unless you're absolutely ready to buy. Don't tell the sales consultant how you're going to pay for it. Just come get the price that you can and then negotiate after that. If you're uncomfortable with a sales consultant, ask for a different one. They make commission, and if they're not treating you right or you're not happy with it, you have every right to go to the sales manager and ask for somebody else. That's a big deal. And number number one on my list of car buying is be prepared to walk away. If you don't like the way the sale is going down, if you think that they added hidden costs in there and you're not happy with the color or what they're trying to give you because they've got it on the lot instead of letting you order it, get up and walk away. They'll chase after you, but you have to be strong because if it's not the one you want, then you're not going to be happy because I always tell people, you don't drive the price, you drive the car. That's not the price sitting in your driveway. And if you're not happy with the deal you got, you're going to be miserable and have buyer's regret. And that's the last thing you want. And again, I hate, hate, hate this. But if I help somebody negotiate a deal, and I love going to the dealers and helping them do that, and I got them a great deal, and then they end up going into finance and insurance or F&I by themselves, and they come out and they spend another $6,000 on things they don't need, it gets very frustrating because it's a pressure situation in there. So in your mind, practice saying no a lot. You don't need an extended warranty the minute you buy the car. You can always buy it when the regular car warranty at three or four years later is up. So again, think about being smart with your money. That's important. Um, if you're going to purchase, do your homework, do your finance as well. If you're going to think about this because your credit rating makes a huge difference. If you have a credit rating of 720 and above, you might be paying 6%. If your credit rating is around 520 to 560, you're going to be paying about 24%. And that really adds up. So think about that. Know what your credit score is before going in there. Do not let them do a credit check on you right away because that will affect your credit to see that did a credit check or even a soft credit check will affect your credit. And it also, sometimes people sign up for things they don't know. I heard of somebody going in, they did a soft check and they ended up signing up for a credit card that they had no idea they were signing up for. So think about that, all right? 
Also, think about making that purchase. Some of these vehicles are being leased or purchased uh, financed for eight years now. That's the term limits, eight years. You're going to be paying for a car that you're already not using anymore. So think about that when you go in there. Also make sure everything you want is on the car that you're buying. There's many stories out there saying that the sales guy has told you, yeah, it has all those features. You get in the car and it doesn't. So double check that yourself. Cash deals are always faster if you have a trade-in. That helps a lot, but make sure you know the price of the trade-in as well. Go to Kelly Blue Book and get online and see what trade-in value you can do. The dealer will actually tell you, but they do have to do a thorough check on it. So if your car is clean, if it's ready to go, if it's looking good before you get to the dealer, that inspection is not going to take as long, so that's a big plus. Now, keep in mind, I have no intention of painting every dealership with a broad brush. There are some dealers that are better than others. Some will, will work with you. Some are just in the high-pressure sales. But again, if you're not happy with the dealership, there are others, walk away, leave, and find someplace else. Don't get so focused on a color that you miss a good car. Here in Vegas, black and white are the predominant colors that you see. If you don't like the color, the dealer can call around to another dealership. If they have cars available, they can do a, a, a trade. Or you can even order one, but keep in mind it takes anywhere from six weeks to six months to get one. And once you make the purchase, a good sales consultant will take you to the service area and introduce you to the service advisor and you can see around the service bay if it's nice and clean that's a place you want to do business honestly there are so many different tips and we're going to go into them in the next podcast because if you're writing these down i don't want to overload you but there, again there's a lot more we just scratched the surface next time we'll talk about how to do a walk around before leaving the lot when leasing versus buying makes more sense or even paying cash what features do you think you might need as you get older? Do you want the blind spot information? Do you need cross-traffic alert that alerts you as you're backing up or automatic braking assist? Again, some of these features might cost extra, but it's going to benefit you as you age to make driving easier for you. We'll talk about when to buy, end of the month, end of the year, what special discounts are available in certified pre-owned vehicles versus new or used, and what questions to ask if they don't ask you. So that was just scratching the surface, and next time we'll do it again. We'll just get more tips. Thank you guys for listening. This is BJ Killeen again, Down the Road, Vegas Voice. Mm -hmm.